Welcome to the Vineyard Church Weekly Message Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and challenged today as you listen to a message from one of our speakers. Prepare your heart and get ready to receive a word from God today. As part of our worship time, one of the ways that we can worship God is tell stories about God on how he's impacted our life. And so uh, the folks that are getting baptized this evening, we got an opportunity to hear some of their story of what God's been doing in their life. Michelle, can I move this back a little? I just about bonked you in the head with the microphone, which would be bad. We can't do that, can we? We can't. It won't move. It's impossible. This right here. Can we move this back? Hey, can you guys just talk amongst yourself while we figure this out? That's fine. That's all we need, because I just want these people to be able to come up. So if you're sharing your testimony, Kathy, Ronnie, Janelle, Natasha, and Candace, would you guys make your way over here to that side of the stage and come on up? Kathy, you can come on over when you get up here. So here's your assignment. Don't look too scary, you guys, because, you know, they come up here, and sometimes there's a little nerves involved. So everybody put on your nice face. Some of you need to work harder at the nice face. Come on over, Kathy. Everybody say, hi, Kathy. I said, oh, it's okay. Step right up here just a little bit more so we can hear. I can't say that I know life before Jesus, but I do know life ignoring Jesus. I was raised in a Christian home, accepting Jesus as my personal savior around the age of 10, and I was baptized at the age of 12. My life was full, my heart was on fire for Jesus. Life for me as a Christian was exciting. I had Christian camps, vacation Bible school, retreats, seminars, revivals, youth groups, church choir, and so much more. Then somewhere along my Christian walk, I fell off the path. My life completely strayed from Jesus, wanting acceptance by others outside my Christian family and circle. Decisions I made from that point on took me on a roller coaster ride, putting me in physical danger and emotionally damaging situations, not only affecting my life, but my family and eventually my children's lives. I was so low at one point in my life, I attempted suicide. God didn't fail me. I was rushed to the hospital where my life was saved. Always searching for peace or some kind of happiness, but not yet ready to hand my life back over to Jesus. My self-destruction continued. Part of my destructive path included a serious three-year cocaine addiction. I thought the worst thing that came out of that was nose cartilage damage. However, eight years after giving up the cocaine addiction at the age of 49, just six weeks before my 50th birthday, I was rushed into emergency open-heart surgery. The prior cocaine usage had severely damaged my heart. You know what? Jesus had my attention now. My family was told if I coded, waiting for the thoracic surgeon, they couldn't save me. The good news is, Jesus saved me. Again. I've now made it to 63 years old. I am 21 years clean off drugs. Jesus has been by my side all along, 
through some of the deepest, darkest valleys, just waiting for me to recognize and acknowledge his continual presence, mercy, grace, love, and faithfulness. I thank Jesus often for being a loving and forgiving savior and for never leaving or giving up on me. I love Jesus, yet I still feel like I'm missing something. I want that burning passion for Jesus like I once knew. Today, I am recommitting my life fully and publicly to Jesus, that I may not stray from his word and that my passion for Jesus continues to grow. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm letting Jesus back in the driver's seat because my navigational skills took too many detours. Ronnie, come on over. Everybody say hi, Ronnie. Hi, Dad. Hello. Are you going to do that to everybody? Hi, everybody. My name's Ronnie Gatliff. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but my friend's neighbor <clears throat> was a youth pastor and invited all the kids in the neighborhood to church. I got baptized when I was nine, and although I took Jesus in my heart, it was years later that I asked Jesus into my heart and to be my personal Savior. When I truly understood who Jesus was, and that he died for my sins. I continued going to church and the youth, and youth group through my early high school years. As I got more involved in high school sports, I stopped going to church. Three days after high school graduation, I was off to Navy boot camp. After boot camp, I served in Desert Storm. <clears throat> I, I began living a reckless and self-centered life. I developed many addictions, which include pills, cocaine, and marijuana. I had given up pills and cocaine, but struggled with my marijuana use. I had lost over 40 pounds in a seven to eight month period because I stopped eating to, pre <clears throat> to prevent losing my high. Earlier this year, something happened in my life that could have affected my entire livelihood as I do it. I cried out to Jesus. I cried out to Jesus, praying and asking him for, for his guidance in my life, and prayed that Jesus would help take this addiction from me. I have not smoked since. I've been watching church on TV for the past two years, but my wife and I decided it was time to get back into the church environment. We needed to be around other Christians. I'm working on being, being a better man, father, and husband. I'm ready to renew my walk with the Lord and take this baptism stuff with a renewed heart that is focused on Jesus. Come on over, Janelle. Everybody say hi, Janelle. 
Um, I have known Christ all my life. I was never super close to Christ all my life. Before Christ involved so much anger in my heart. I would hold grudges. I'm also would jump into relationships after relationships that had no Christ-like foundation. My heart was so angry because of my brother's life being taken. I thought it was God's doing. I was so angry at religion for years. So I backed away. Everything I did, I would do it um, out of spite of God. When I met God, I remember crying and screaming in my car one day after a horrible heartbreak. I remember feeling a hand on my shoulder and God saying this wasn't for nothing. Just one more try. I have never experienced something like that before. I decided to try out the Vineyard Church the following weekend. I remember during worship time, I felt a hand on my shoulder again and that just affirms Jesus was with me. Ever since that day, my life looked so much full of life. Since I accepted Jesus into my heart at 110%, I have been serving on a team in children ministry. I have been involved in groups. I even have signed up for my first mission trip. My life now looks so peaceful and full of love. I now have a new perspective on life. I put God as number one. I now don't rush things and I let God's timing determine my life. I try to show everyone unconditional love because I know that's the way Jesus would want me to live my life. Since accepting Jesus back into my life, I feel renewed and free and finally at peace that I have been searching long for. Come on over, Natasha. Everybody say, hi, Natasha. I've known of Jesus my whole life, thanks to my mother. We went to many different churches and many different denominations. I strayed away from God around my teens when I met my first husband at age 17, who seemed to be the man of my dreams. Little did I know it was all a big act. He was a narcissist and very abusive in all aspects of abuse. I was scared to leave him. He led me into doing many different kinds of drugs. And after 12 long, rough years with him, I realized that wasn't the life I wanted to live, nor the life I wanted for my kids. So I finally got the courage and strength to leave him, took him to court and got full custody of my kids and stayed at a place called the YWCA for four months to get on my own feet again. It gave me a new perspective on life again. I got into my own apartment and had a job working around my kids' schedules for that next three years. And then I met my current husband, which I've been now with for the past five years. We've had our ups and downs, but I know he is the one for me and I'm the one for him. Since meeting my current husband, Jeremiah, I've gotten closer to God again, but still wasn't truly living for him yet. Until December of 2020, my teenage son had ran away from home and ended up in a very bad situation. He and his best friend were both shot and my son suffered three bullet wounds and lived, but his best friend died from his wounds. The very next day, after all this happened, I kind of had to lose myself completely to find myself and my way back to the Lord again. (laughs) 
Hey, Candace. Come on over. Everybody say hi, Candace. I want to take this opportunity to thank Jesus for his faithfulness in my life since the last time I was baptized and rededicated myself in 2010. Thank you, Jesus, for leading and comforting me through a painful separation and divorce. Thank you for your financial provision during that time when the numbers did not add up. Thank you for showing me what a real covenant looks like and for the tender healing and courtship of my heart. I will always treasure the time when it was just the two of us and you taught me what it meant to return to my first love. I thank you for the way you prepared and handpicked my husband Steve for me. I was thankful for you when you granted the desire of my heart to conceive a child after decades of lost hope. I was thankful for the powerful way that you healed my heart when you called my angel home. I thank you for the myriad of additional blessings not mentioned here by name today, but that impact me on a daily basis. I am thankful for the way that you continue to fine-tune my heart, my mind, my spirit, so that I can walk in closer obedience with you. So today, Lord, like the renewal wedding vows a bride would offer her, her beloved, I want to testify how much you've done in my life and how much you mean to me. I'm so excited to continue our journey together, and I love you, Jesus. Those getting baptized can come over here and get ready. A couple things from me. Uh, first of all, you may have noticed the varied story of different people. Their stories are all different, but there's also a theme of the activity of God. Did, did, you, did you hear that? God, he's, he's active. You may not know this, but he pursues us more than we have ever pursued him. Uh, and that's, in some ways, it's a good definition of what grace is. So these people have experienced grace. And uh, what is going to happen now, just so you know, uh, when uh, one of the individuals comes up, they'll get help getting into the baptismal. And uh, when they get in there, one of the pastors or leaders will ask them three questions. So if they're up there talking, I'm telling you what they're talking about. Uh, the first question that they will ask is, do you believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world? And then they'll answer that question. The second question is, have you made Jesus Christ your personal Savior. Side note, there's a big difference between believing Jesus is the Savior of the world and understanding we need a personal Savior. Then they'll, ask, they'll answer that question. And the last question has to do with lordship or obedience, and they will ask, with, the, with all that's in you, the best you can do, are you going to follow, are you going to obey God and follow him with the rest of your life? And then the person will answer that question. And then uh, the leaders will take them back into the water and hold them there a long time. <laughs> We're going to try that this year. 
We just thought, ah, let's try it this month. Just kidding. They're going to, there's a couple of people like, no, that's not going to happen. No, they'll take them back in the water. They'll baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they'll bring them up out of the water very quickly so that they can have air. It's just great symbolism. It's great symbolism of the washing away of the past, the sin, the stuff, and new life coming up again. So while that's happening, uh, you can watch here. There will also, we'll try to get that up on the screen for you. There'll be worship music playing and some singing, and uh, then we'll go on after that. Let's, can we pause and pray before we move into this really sacred ceremony? Father, we thank you for your activity among us, and specifically today in the lives of these people. And even now, uh, Holy Spirit, be active among us. And we, as a group of people, I don't know, probably at least a few hundred, we pray a blessing on everybody that's getting baptized, that your spirit would continue, continue, continue to be very active in their lives. That there wouldn't be another time in their life where they might stray or ignore, but there would be a, just a consistency of relationship with you. So bless them with that, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks for listening to the Vineyard Church Weekly Message Podcast. We pray you were impacted by this message. God bless and see you next time.